Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Well, what's up, husband? Not too much, wife. (laughs) You ready for another week? I'm ready for another one. I hope everyone else out there is ready, and I hope this uh, week finds y'all doing well. Welcome back to Growth Reframed. And uh, what are we getting into today, Meg? Well, we are going to talk about the word no, because no is a powerful word, and yet it's something that we're so afraid of. And I think it's worthwhile to dig in a little bit and figure out maybe why we're so afraid of it and how we can be less afraid of it and make it something that really kind of not just challenges us, but helps us in the long run. So let me ask you this. Why do you think we're so afraid of either saying no or having someone else tell us no? Like, where do you think that comes from? I think that when we hear the word no, we become like the elementary school versions of ourselves. Like all of a sudden we're like a kid on the playground being rejected. You know, it's all of a sudden we are not the capable people that we are. It's like somebody just punched us in the gut and was like, you're not good. And even if it has nothing to do with us, I think that's how we feel. A no feels like just a rejection of who we are, not just of whatever the ask was. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think when I was, even when I posed the question, I think about, like you said, like as a child, when your parents start to tell you no, and you start to get kind of a negative connotation toward no, because if someone tells you no, a teacher, a parent, you know, an adult in your life tells you no, or even another kid tells you no, you start to get this negative connotation with it. And you always think about it. Like it's like the worst thing that can happen. Mm-hmm. And I think people get so frightened with no, either telling someone no because they don't want to disappoint them or getting a no that they just don't ask the question altogether. Right. And for us, just around this topic, we get people asking us all the time, like, well, how did you, with the podcast in general, like how did you get certain guests on the podcast? How have you been able to connect and build relationships with certain people. And and like, how did that happen? And how did you guys make it happen? And what did you have to do to do that? And I always just kind of stop and say, well, it sounds really simple, but all we had to do is ask. Mm-hmm. And people are like, what? And I'm like, like, no, there's no trick. There's no trick. Like I just, I, I connect with the people, I connect with their team somewhere along the way. And I ask, if they'd like to be on the podcast or I ask whatever specific question I have. And sometimes it works. Like sometimes it's that simple. You can just ask and then you can build those connections. And when I think about some of the amazing people we we count as mentors in our lives right now, especially when it comes around the topic of personal growth and the podcast, if we would have never asked the question to those people, we would never have the relationship three years later with some of them, which is someone we can go to as an outlet, as a source, as someone to connect with in the space that like we respect. And it really took courage to ask the question. And I think that's where we get stopped a lot of the time. Like we're afraid to ask the question because we already know and we've predetermined Mm -hmm. that it's going to be no. 
So we're like, wow, we're just not big enough. We're not cool enough. We're not whatever enough, fill in the blank to what it is. And then we justify not asking it at all because we already predetermined what that's going to be. And it's the self-fulfilling prophecy. And listen, whether you're asking somebody to be a guest on a podcast or you're asking something totally different, maybe you're asking a friend or a partner or something, the, the fact is that you might get a no. And if you get a no, you'll survive it. But if you don't ask the question, then you'll never know the answer. You're just assuming that that answer is no. And you could miss out on a great opportunity for yourself or for something in your life. And that's just like, stop being afraid of it. Like, yeah, you might get a no. It might hurt for a minute. You might feel a little bit, you know, sad and disappointed. But guess what? You're going to be just fine because here we are, all of us still living through all the many no's we've heard in our lives. Right. And whenever I'm having this conversation with people, I, I literally say, what's the worst they're going to say? The worst they're going to say is no. Whatever you're asking, like you said, you could be asking your boss for a promotion. You could be asking a friend to do something. You could be asking your partner if they'd like to try something. Whatever it is, the worst they're going to say is no. Okay. If that's the worst they're going to say, then what are we talking about? And speaking of like talking and finding these people like on the podcast that we've been able to connect with, like I think I was really reflecting on that and I was like, we wouldn't have had that opportunity. But like you said, we've also got so many no's. We've had so many people be like, no, not going to do it. They've ghosted us. We've heard nothing. They've just said no for whatever reason it is. You know, I, I don't know. Like sometimes it's numbers of listeners. Sometimes it's like, well, what number of downloads do you have? Sometimes they're just, they're too busy. Whatever it is in any situation, you get no. But the thing with it though is when you ask it enough times, like Meg said, at first, I'll be honest, a couple years ago when we'd ask people or I'd ask people certain things, even if it wasn't the podcast, and they said no, I, I felt some type of way about it. But over time, when I ask more and more people, like hundreds of people, different things every day, by the way, and get lots of no's and also get a decent percentage of yeses, you really delude the feeling you have on it. You're like, well, I mean, yeah, I've gotten a no. Okay, cool. I'll move on. Like it doesn't affect you as much as if you just never experience it because you're too afraid or you've decided that's what it's going to be. Or most of the time we decide the worst possible thing is going to happen. It's not just going to be a no. You're going to be embarrassed. You're going to be minimized or whatever it is. So then you don't ask the question, but then you can never build up the kind of endurance to be able to keep going no matter what. It's funny that you were getting to the word endurance because I was just about to say, like, I feel like asking thing, asking for things and having expectations, like all of that's just a muscle. Like you have to use it. You have to be able to use it to start building up that muscle to be able to like kind of withstand the yes or the no. And in this case, obviously the no. And if you don't ever ask the question, you're not going to be able to have that endurance, that stamina, that just mental okayness with yourself to hear the words no. And I think like the other thing is sometimes no is just not even a personal reflection of us and we take it so personally. But there are, like you were hinting at, there are so many reasons outside of us that somebody could be giving us a no. Like maybe they're just not in a place where they have the time. Maybe they're just not in the place where they can mentally commit to whatever the ask is. Sometimes it's just not within us and it doesn't matter. We couldn't have been any better. We couldn't have done anything different. It's just a no for their reasons and that's okay too. And we just have to learn to be okay with that and understand that that is a very valid reason for them too. And, you know, every single time I've heard a no, it's been hard, but also 
it is an opportunity. And that's the like kind of the reframing that I hope we can get to today that a no is actually, and I know you've all heard this a million times, but it's hard to learn it. A no is actually an opportunity for something else to be a yes. Mm -hmm. And if we reframe our thinking around hearing the no, then we're actually opening ourselves up to something else being a yes. And if somebody, maybe somebody did reject you for something, but guess what? The next person might not, or maybe that thing is no longer a thing and you've opened yourself up for a totally new experience because you got a no from somebody. And Mm -hmm. we just have to reframe that thinking and stop thinking of no as this bad, horrible thing and start thinking of it as an opportunity for something new, something better, something different. Yeah. And and honestly, like a no could also just mean not right now. Mm -hmm. Like you said, it's not a reflection on you. It's not a reflection on the person you are. Like we're all dealing with different things. We all have different to-dos. We all have different tasks. We all have different boundaries. We talked about boundaries last week. We all have different boundaries of things we're willing to agree with. That has no reflection on the person I'm potentially saying no to. It's just not something I'm willing to do. And sometimes, and in some cases, it's just not something someone's willing to do right now. Right. But if you never ask the question, then you'll never know. And let me tell you this. I think about in my own life, All the times where I might have been afraid to ask the question, but then I ultimately had the courage to do so. And in some cases, I got the yes. And what opportunities that opened up for me? And what would have happened had I been scared and afraid of getting the no and then never asked the question? What would have happened in those cases? I would have never been able to realize the potential of my life and the relationships that I've built and the things that I've been able to do and the experiences that I've been able to have because I would have limited myself just by the fact that I wasn't willing to open my mouth and ask the question in the first place because I had predetermined the result. Mm, I love that. And also I was thinking about just the fact like if you take this, will you guys allow me to, can we take this religious for just a second? I've been thinking how many times in my life in my prayer life, that I've been asking God for something and his answer is no. And how sometimes I can feel like, well, that's an an- that means that God doesn't care. That means that God's not there. That can mean all different things in my crazy messed up head. But honestly, the times that I can think of right now in my life where God has told me no, when I look back and, and really reflect and really take an honest look at what that was, he was working for my benefit because the things that I thought should be a yes, the things that I was dead set that needed to happen, and that was the only way, I now look back and be like, and it can be like, thank goodness that didn't play out the way I decided I wanted it to, because he was growing me, he was stretching me, he was preparing me for something even better than I could have imagined. And yeah, it's definitely not the way I would have done it, God, but well, look at that. You were, you were maybe a little bit more wise than I was, crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, I think about too, when... You're afraid to ask the question when you're predetermining what the answer is going to be, or you're just afraid to ask the question at all because you know it's going to be, you know what the answer is going to be. And then what? You just give up and move on. And my question to that would be, even for my own life and for everyone out there, is if you're too afraid to even ask the question and afraid to even take the chance to potentially get a no or maybe even a yes, how much do you really care about the thing that you're pursuing? How much do you really care about the thing that you're willing to try? Because it does take strength. It does take courage to put yourself out there and expose yourself and ask things big or small and figure out what the result's going to be. But if you're not willing to do that, 
then how much do you really care about that thing? Well, for me, I think that it's not so much that you don't care about that thing. I think it's that your fear of rejection is stronger. So I might care a whole lot about something and really, really want it. But if I'm pretty sure that the answer is going to be no, I'm just more terrified of that rejection. I'm terrified of how that will look. I'm terrified of how that will feel. So I don't think it's like necessarily for me anyway, that I don't want that thing. It's that, again, I'm, I'm going back to my, you know, my younger years and that feeling of being the last kid on the playground and like, do I really want to feel like that? Do I really want somebody to tell me that I'm got not good enough? Of course, they're not saying that, but in my head they are. Like all those things, it just, it's like a personal thing. It, mm-hmm. Even if it's not personal, it feels personal. And I think that that's why so many of us struggle right. with that. The want is there for sure for a mm-hmm. lot of people, but man, the flip side of that is hearing that no is going to be soul crushing for so many of us. Well, yeah. And what I hear you saying is you're almost exposing yourself. I mean, by even asking the Mm -hmm. question, you're letting the universe, the world, the the other people know what you want. So it's almost like you're exposing yourself to the potential downfall of coming out and saying that. And we've had people, honestly, we've had staff at work that absolutely love their job, but they're so afraid of asking for a raise or asking for a need or want that they have that they go out and look for another job and in some cases leave. So you're willing to leave a job that you love to go get another job because you're so afraid of asking for a raise or asking for whatever it is. So because you don't want to do that, you're willing to go through all of the terrible things of trying to find another job, adjusting to a new job, going to interviews, doing all that stuff. Like, do you see how crazy that is, y'all? Like, you're willing to have all of this discomfort just to avoid one single question, honestly. Right. Because, again, it's a yes or a no. And you move on either way. And you take the path no matter what. But that's that's how much we're willing to try to avoid the no. Yeah. And I feel like all of this is circling back, back around to what we've been talking about so often, it seems asking for what you want and asking for what you need. And like, that's something that we've been preaching for a long time, but it still remains true. And the flip side of the, you know, getting the no is also just asking for what you need. And that's just full into like our core belief is just being open, being honest, being vulnerable, saying what you need, all of that. And I just like this episode just kind of came full circle for me in that moment just now, because it truly is. It's all about when you get down to it, the same exact things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I encourage all of you out there too. If you haven't listened to last week's episode about boundaries, we get into a lot of this stuff too, but it does. It kind of all builds off of each other. And relates really well. Yeah. Because like when you're willing to put up boundaries and that's just showing people how they should interact with you and how you'd like to interact with them. And, but again, you'd have to have the courage to speak that truth and to actually have them be like, nah, I'm not going to do that. Or boundaries involve no. Right. And, or have them be like, yes. And by the way, on the other side of that, yes, is a deeper and more meaningful relationship than you could ever imagine. But are we going to still have that conversation? So I would encourage you to listen to that episode from last week. But you're right. It's really foundational to us in our lives. We're just going to speak our truth. We're going to ask the question if we want to. And it is a little bit defeating sometimes when you get the no. One of the things I've learned is sometimes it's just not right now. Sometimes, like you said, God has new and better things for me than I could have ever thought or imagined. And sometimes the answer is just no, but there's another, like there's other opportunities. There's always going to be another opportunity for maybe getting that yes. But how much are you limiting yourself and your abilities and your experiences by not being able to show up and just ask the one simple question? 
Go out there and ask your question. We love y'all. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you. So shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.